Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. For the best Ravens coverage, it's time for News from the Nest with Vinny and Haney. Sponsored by Hillside Lawn Service, the experienced lawn care specialists. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan, here on this Woman Crush Wednesday. News from the Nest. Doug Peterson, head coach. Jacksonville Jaguars met with the media. Going to hear a lot more from him coming up during the NFL lunch portion of our program at 1 o'clock. But here he is talking about Lamar Jackson, that dynamic quarterback for your Baltimore Ravens. You know, this year, I think, which was a point of emphasis for them, obviously throwing the ball a little bit more from the pocket, and he's, he's done a nice job for that. You know, and it takes, it takes all 11 on defense. You just can't... Uh, you know, you can't let your guard down with him, obviously, not only in the run game, but the pass game as well. When you get an opportunity to tackle him, you got to tackle him, you know, because he can, he can definitely, uh, you know, burn you with his, with his speed. So you try to slow him down, obviously, try to minimize some of the explosiveness, you know, but uh, at the same time, with his ability to throw the ball, it makes it, makes it a challenge. And he's getting better at what he – he's becoming a much better pocket passer than – when before in 2019, the thing was, let's just keep Lamar in the pocket, and he's got to beat us throwing. Don't let him beat us running. That was kind of what people' game plan was at that time. Now, you know he can beat you either way. Now the running, I'm kind of like you, Bob. I don't think it's as explosive. He's he doesn't like in 19. It just felt like he could outrun anybody. That he outran Angle. He. He was Keaton Mitchell speed. In 2019, when Lamar rushed for 1,200-plus yards and won MVP, averaged almost 6.9, basically seven yards a carry. This year, 5.2. Seems more inclined to avoid contact, any sorts yeah. of uh, hits. But he was off to the races a little bit more Sunday against the Rams, it seemed. Yes, he was. And he was he was being a much more aggressive Runner and I, and I'm guessing Bob, he's like, hey, I'm I'm in December now. This is December football. I think the important games and every one of these down the stretch may be if they get up and get comfortable, Bob, in any of the games, then I see him taking dives when he's running. Otherwise, if it's if it's a tight game and all that, I I think, hey, I'm doing whatever I got to do to win. Completing 66.8 of his passes back in 2019, it was 66.1. Quarterback rating is 97.7 this year. That year was well over 100. 16 touchdowns, 6 picks. So, for the most part, he doesn't throw a ton of interceptions. Last year, it seemed to be 
more of a problem. It still fascinates me, though. And I'm not saying it's going to be a major problem in December once you get into January. Sat 31 times. I mean, it's not it's not Sam Howell level getting beat up, but still, for this guy, I mean, Matt Stafford was only sacked 20 times. Yeah. Lamar, as mobile as he is, 31 sacks. Does he hold on to the ball too long, which maybe leads to some does, of that? Know. At times he does. Um, and, um, yeah, does he hold on too long sometimes? Sure. But he's been doing a hell of a job as of late. I mean, he's been Houdini on some of those. I mean, Bob, a normal quarterback would be sacked a lot more. Uh, Aaron Donald would have had him twice, right. normal quarterback. And he didn't And he didn't get him. I mean, that that's what you've got with Lamar Jackson. He can... He can be Houdini. He can make that wow play. Like, did you see that? Ravens are back at practice today. By the way, Tylen Wallace was named as the AFC Special Teams Player of the Week. Game-winning punt return, walk-off punt return, and I don't think anyone should be surprised or upset with that decision. No, not a Bob. You know, like if this was back in the day, because I remember. Like uh, Dwight Clark used to tell me, like Eddie DeBartolo, he'd come in the locker room. Like if he played good that day or something, um, one of Eddie's guys would come over and there'd be like a newspaper on on your thing. And it'd be you'd have cash in there. Hey, Eddie appreciates how you played for him today. Right. <laughs> that would have been Tylen Wallace Sunday. But he got an award and was noticed by the league. <laughs> so congratulations to him. But we were talking about this last hour with Todd Karpovich from BaltimoreSports.com. And you brought it up, Vinny, the rotating at left tackle. Here's John Harbaugh explaining those scenarios last week. Yeah, that was the plan going forward. I, I don't know. I don't know. They both played pretty well. You know, I mean, uh, uh, you know, of course, Pat, I play like he always does. And then uh, Daniel, to get those reps in there, I think he had one probably that he want back. Other than yeah. that, I thought he played uh, the rest of the really solid reps in there and did a good job. Uh, just with the, the two situations with the guys physically, you know, uh, Ronnie and uh, Morgan that helped us. They were all on board for it. Yeah, and, and, well, Makari's played in crunch time. Falele really hadn't. And, like, I, I can see the play in my head right now where he whiffed on it. Falele did. It was, I think it was the second play. It was a pass. But other than that, he did a pretty good job. And Makari's going to be steady Eddie when he comes in. So, um, if, that, if that can help Ronnie Stanley and get him through, hey, so be it. Whatever, whatever it takes. And same with Moses. Because Moses, to me, Moses is a much better athlete than you think. He's better in the run than the pass. And Falele, if he gets that big body and makes you go around it, and he should be, if Falele had to play this week against um, 40, 44, the uh, the second-year kid out of Georgia, the pass rusher oh, for Walker. Jackson. Yeah, Walker. And Walker doesn't have a ton of moves. So that's the kind of guy that would be good for Daniel. Yeah, he's got five sacks. Trayvon Walker on the year of Eddie and Haney 105.7 The Fan. News from the nest here on this Woman Crush Wednesday. We talked about this with Todd as well. Todd Karbovich, the lack of run-pass balance. And here's John, at least for last week's game, explaining that philosophy there. Well, I mean, I think we had 25 plays in two minutes, you know, so that's probably accounts for a lot of that. When you're in two minutes that often, you're going to have, those are going to be almost all passes, so. Uh, you know, it's probably that generally skewed more toward pass if you just look at it, just just those numbers. But 25 two-minute plays probably had a lot to do with that. That probably had a lot to do with it. And, and, and Bob, let, let's – because I'm guessing that Todd Munkin scripts his first 15. 
and Sean McVay scripts his first 15. His first 15 told you what? We're running it down their throat. We feel like we can run. Okay, cool. And that's what they did. And the Ravens came out throwing it. So that was that's what they studied all week long. When they put down their first 15, that's what they felt like they could have success with. So the game plan going in was probably to throw it more than it was to run it. Now looking at Jacksonville real quick, 31st against the pass, 4th against the run, and it might be raining on game night. Could be similar situation to the Rams. Do we expect to see the Ravens come out blasting away unless it's a monsoon down there? Bob, I would say I would say yes. I would say yes because they're Defensive front, they play the run extremely well and fundamentally extremely well, Jacksonville. Now the pass, I mean, if, if you're the DB coach or you're the defensive coordinator, you know, like they just turn guys totally loose. It's like, how do you let Njoko just run all by himself? You know, there's nobody around him. They did it like two or three times. It's like they just have uh, brain farts. Also, real quick, players of the week in the AFC, Zach Wilson for the Jets, their uh, blowout win against Houston, and Harold Landry, who had three sacks for the Titans in Monday night's upset of the Dolphins. And as we just said, Tylen Wallace, special teams player of the week. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7, the fan. Let's count some money. When we come back and talk about the sports subjects of the day, Jeff Berman talks to Maryland Hoops with him. We'll grade the team through 10 games. It's going to be a failing grade, at least as I see it, but we'll get Jeff's thoughts on that one. And where's the positive to look forward to as we're about to flip the calendar to 2024? Vinny's film breakdown of the uh, Ravens defense. They got diced up. By Matt Stafford, they got ran on early in the game, too. So what were the problems? Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up. Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in in a few minutes. (laughs) Instacart for the win. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Who's there? Are you buying? Great cash, homie. Or are you selling? I'm not going to buy into that crap. Penny and Amy. Sponsored by Window Nation. There's so much to love about the fall, especially the return of Window Nation's best offer of the year. Get two windows free for every two you buy. Plus, pay nothing for two years. Call 866-90NATION or online at windownation.com. 1057, the fan. A little midweek fun for you. Woman Crush Wednesday. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw. A ton going on. World Sports. Week 15 NFL season starts tomorrow night. You got three games coming up on Saturday. Bowl season starts Saturday. College football, college hoops as well into the year as we've already had conference play. Winter meetings already done. Atani got $700 bazillion. So we got plenty happening. But right now, let's count our money. Buy or sell. So, Bob, the Fed meeting is today at 2.30 to decide on if they're raising rates or not. So things are pretty flat right now ahead of the meeting. You know, after the decision at 2.30, it'll go probably up one way or the other. The Dow's up five. The S&P's up four. NASDAQ is up eight. DraftKings down 28 cents. Under Armour's up six cents. So everybody is just waiting. Start things here in the NFL. The Detroit Lions, their offense could certainly use a spark after looking pretty sluggish in their two most recent losses. And Dan Campbell says they're going to look to get second-year wide receiver Jamison Williams more involved. You remember he was a first-round pick for them last year, missed most of his rookie year with an ACL tear, then got suspended for gambling violations to start this season. In the games he's played, nine of them this year, uh, just under 200 yards, so he hasn't been super involved. But head coach likes what he sees nonetheless. By herself, Vinny, getting Williams more involved could be the key to unlock the Lions offense. I'll buy it because which game was that where he ran that reverse or whatever and he he was flying. I mean, he was so fast and explosive. I mean, if you've got a top 10 pick, he can provide something. Look at what Keaton Mitchell provided, you know, when he came on board. And I think that Williams can do the same type of thing for them. How about a little college basketball here? The latest AP Top 25. uh, No shortage of Big 12 representation in the Top 25. In fact, they account for three of the top six teams, six of the overall Top 25. Meanwhile, the Big 10, which has been considered the premier basketball conference in terms of tournament representation the last four or five years, in this latest AP Top 25, the Big Ten has four teams in there. Buy or sell, Bob, when it's all said and done, the Big 12 will be considered the best conference uh, in college basketball this season. I will go ahead and buy that. We have some interesting teams there. We talked about this a couple days ago. Michigan State's, we talked about Maryland's slow start. They have a losing record, and they were ranked in the top five. In the preseason, uh, the Big 12's got a lot of things going on there. And uh, Kansas kind of leading the way, which uh, leads you to believe. And, you know, they're they're a beast, whether you like Bill Self or not. They're going to be formidable for sure. And as we know, the Big 10, they could have 20 teams in the top 25. And obviously not literal, but what are you doing in March? And usually in March, Big 10 hasn't had a national championship team since 2000, Michigan State. How about a Final Four? I mean, Michigan there, a few yeah, there's years There's been ago. some, yeah. but yeah, I mean, not as many as you'd think. No. 
Uh, back to the NFL here, the Dolphins, they had a chance to take back control of the top seed in the AFC on Monday night. Choked away the late lead there against the Titans. Afterwards, Mike McDaniel, searching for the words to say the media, called it humbling, but also a potential catalyst for their final stretch. Quote from McDaniel said, these types of losses can be very galvanizing, but it takes literally every person in the locker room and coaching staff as long as guys aren't pointing fingers. Vinny, are you buying or selling that Monday night's loss will focus Miami more than it will hurt them? No, I'm going to sell it because that loss hurt them because they got a lot of guys hurt. So, you know, and then not having Phillips, I think, hurts them. Who They went and signed a pass rusher. Who who they, Ingram, or they signed somebody. JPP, that was like earlier yeah. this year, but. um, But I, I, I think they're in trouble, Norm, to be totally honest. Uh, but a little NBA here. Zion Williamson faced his fair share of criticism since entering the NBA, mainly about his physique. And that's popped up here once again in the last week or so. Reports coming out that uh, he apparently has shown zero interest in having a proper diet uh, as much as the team has pestered him about it. This is uh, great fodder for media personalities like Stephen A. Smith, who jumped at the chance to call him fat on national TV. Uh, meanwhile, former players like Shaq, Charles Barkley, they cited their own personal experience early in their careers, were much more forgiving and honest. Shaq even went as far as to say that Zion could be the best player in the NBA if he kicks his training into high gear. Are you buying or selling that, Bob, that Zion could still be the best in the NBA? I'll sell that. He will never be the best player in the NBA. I'm not saying he couldn't make all NBA and multiple all-stars he's also been hurt a lot let's not forget but he lives in new orleans new orleans got a lot of good places to eat down there so he gets his grub on and shack attack if you recall and you weren't even born yet when shack came into the league he wasn't fat he was a beast he was skinny hey he could run the floor like a guard barkley was always the one that struggled with his weight he yeah. was the round mount of rebound when he was at auburn so he's a guy that no, and he Barkley's actually lost a ton of weight, by the way. But yeah, Zion, I guess the eating habits uh, are going to be too much for him to overcome because he's an explo- for his girth. He's an explosive dude, but he might not even be the best player on his own team. Right. That might be Brandon Ingram. And uh, let's do uh, do a little giveaway here. It's Wise Wednesday. I almost forgot. Snuck up on me here. So we got a twenty five dollar Wise Markets gift card. Eat better, spend less. That's wise. I'm looking for caller number seven, lucky number seven, 410-583-1057 for the $25 Wise Markets gift card. When we come back, we're going to talk some Maryland hoops with Jeff Ehrman from InsideMarylandSports.com. We got Vinny's film breakdown of the Ravens defense, that performance shaky one against the Rams and a ball lunch coming up at one o'clock. Going to hear more from Doug Peterson there. Give you the other NFL news. ESPN's got their coaches on the hot seat. I think three or rather obvious or are they? We'll get into all of that. Ryan Wilson, CBSSports.com. Preview week 15 with him. And then we'll look at the updated playoff standings in the AFC led by your Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places. Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Baltimore Raven. Taking sports to a whole new level. 105.7 The Fan. Video Haiti 1057 The Fed here on this Woman Crush Wednesday. Pick a song, we'll play it. Favorite female artist or pan. Ravens are putting playoff tickets on sale Friday. We'll elaborate because there's going to be a lot of steps to this as right now they sit as the number one seed in the AFC. Going to hear from Doug Peterson, by the way, top of the hour. NFL lunch as he talks about his team ahead of their matchup with the Ravens. Vinny's film breakdown of the Ravens win defensively against the Rams. Defensively, however, was not one of their stellar performances. But we'll talk some Maryland hoops right now with our next guest because it was a stellar performance for Kevin Willard's team offensively. Granted, it's against a 1-9 and nine ball club, but stellar nonetheless. He's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline inside MarylandSports.com. Let's welcome back to the show. Jeff Ehrman. Jeff, good afternoon. What is happening? I'm just listening to you guys talk. All right, I got one question, though, Bob. I haven't listened, and I'm not being a hater here, even though I'm not a Ravens fan, but has anybody discussed how blatant of a block in the back that was on the punt return, the game-winning punt return? Who was that, Charlie Kohler? We brought it up, yeah, and and John Harbaugh was like, hey, man, you know, things happen in the heat of battle there, Jeff. Yeah, coach is never going to own that. Nah, don't be yelling at us because the uh, commanders aren't having a great year, my friend. We're just the number one seed. We're minding our own business here on top of Uh, I would never I would never even think to talk trash between those two. All right, let's get to the Terps though. And offensively, to lack of a better word, they have been trash for most of the season. But last night busted out, saw some guys hit some threes that you had hoped had been doing it all season long. Kaiser, even uh, Noah Batchelor came out there banging out some jumpers. Jonathan Lamothe, who barely plays, made the most of his minutes for sure. But 22% from three on the year, what, less than 40% from the floor. Not only that, they turned the ball over a ton. What can we take away from what happened last night in that 40-point victory? Yeah, you know, it's always hard with these games against overmatched teams uh, to really kind of uh, quantify how much of it is Maryland playing better and how much of it is the fact that they're just much bigger and better and more athletic than the opponent. But I do think I do think they're making some strides. You know, I think a big part of it was they went into this year relying a lot on a few freshmen and, you know, those guys weren't necessarily ready out of the gate. I think they're starting to show some show some progress. And, you know, the other thing is just the law of averages. You know, they're not going to be a great shooting team, but they're not going to be a 22% team all year. Had to come around eventually, kind of like last year. You know, I remember how bad they weren't 
quite this bad, but they weren't a good three-point shooting team, and they picked it up in the second half of the season. So, you know, I think there's some pretty encouraging signs there, especially with those freshmen kind of coming along, looking more confident than they have uh, early on this season. Now, let's talk about the fifth-year seniors and uh, Jameer Young, and we're, well, I guess grade, judge, whatever it is we do here, uh, Jeff, in the uh, the media world. But Jameer Young, I guess, living up to whatever the uh, preseason hype was for him. But Dante Scott, and I must admit, you know, me, Ken Wyman, me, other Maryland fans, we text, this guy sucks, what's uh, you know, going on? But if we're judging the fifth-year guys, what's the 10-game grade for both right now from you? Uh, I'd say Jameer's probably C plus. I mean, he's been good. He's had some really strong games, but his percentages have been down. You know, his shooting percentage hasn't been great. He's had some turnover issues just trying to make this adjustment that Willard wants to, you know, have him make into a little bit more of a facilitator for his teammates. Dante Scott, you know, I'm not even going to give a grade there. I think we all know what that's looked like so far. It's hard to put a put a finger on exactly why he struggled. I mean, we've seen him struggle like this before, but he was interspersed with some really good performances too. You know, people, when he's playing poorly, they tend to forget about all the good games he's had. You know, he's, he's produced a lot of uh, points at Maryland in his career. And so, you know, it's hard to really, uh, without being there in the locker room and knowing, I mean, he doesn't look uh, nearly as explosive as before. looks a little more earthbound and, you know, the shot, the shot's not falling. So, you know, if you're Willard, you really need to find a way to push the right button or figure out what's going on there because you don't have a deep roster. You know, you don't have a ton of proven, experienced guys outside of those top three guys. So you're going to need him, even if it's not in as big of a role as you would have expected before, you know, the slump, uh, you're still going to need him to help you. Now, Jeff, you mentioned the freshmen, and we talked about Kaiser having a big day. Uh, Harris Smith came in with all of the pub, A's one and done, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. And he shot the ball last night as well. But the freshman in Lamothe, he got some PT finally. But the ceiling for them is what as we flip the calendar year to 24 and really start to pick up the pace in conference play? I mean, I think they can they can become, you know, solid Big Ten, you know, serviceable players, which is, you know, for the most part, all you can expect out of freshmen playing a big role right away. I really like uh, Kaiser's aggressiveness. You know, he's one of those guys that just attacks constantly. It doesn't matter if he misses a few shots. He never loses his confidence defensively. I mean, people talked about the, the question about him was his foot speed, and they wondered – you know, because he's not the fastest guy on earth. They wondered how that would play on defense, but he's he's a pest on defense. I mean, he's just uh, constantly getting deflections, getting in people's faces defensively. Uh, Deshaun Harris-Smith was, I think, two of 22 from three on the season before last night, you know, three for three. Uh, I might have missed the fourth one late, but, you know, he's never going to be a guy or never has been regarded as a guy who's going to really be a three-point marksman. But I think what you want to see, you know, from him is just a little more uh, confidence attacking the basket and things like that and a little bit better defensively. He's had some uh, some breakdowns there. But, you know, I think all, th- all three of them have improved. Obviously, Lamotte's improved exponentially considering he had zero – baskets in the first uh, nine games and scored 10 points last night so you know we'll see if that was a one-off kind of situation just based on the opponent and it being his birthday and whatever else or if you know I would think Kevin will at least give him a chance to earn a few extra minutes after that. 
Jeff Berman, InsideMarylandSports.com. Joining us here, Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. All right. Got Nichols State. We expect a W. Then it's Pauly. That's going to be tough in UCLA. Then Coppin, tough beginning for Larry Stewart. And then things get real in the Big Ten. Purdue looming in a couple of weeks. But Michigan, disappointing year. Iowa, disappointing year. Michigan State's been dreadful. Indiana, after beating Maryland, got blown out by 30, whatever it was, by Auburn. So given what we've seen from Maryland so far, Jeff, and the other teams in the conference, are we still looking at this as a tournament team and maybe a dangerous team in the Big Ten once we flip to 24? Yeah, you know, it's really hard to tell because obviously they haven't played nearly as well as we expected same time you know they really haven't since that first brutal stretch it's been mostly these kind of tune-up games uh with the exception of indiana which was not a good performance so you know i think they they clearly they have the chance to make the tournament but you know like you said the big 10 teams are struggling so you know while that might help you get a few extra wins it might also knock down your rpi and such a little bit um you know i think they have a chance but there's a lot of questions to answer they need to keep shooting they're not going to shoot it like last night when they were around 50 percent but they need to keep shooting the ball well uh they need those freshmen to come along and you know i think they have a star two star players obviously one potentially dominant one in julian reese uh kevin willard's gone out of his way a little bit more to get the ball down low to him so you know i can't really give you a great answer obviously right now they're not positioned for the tournament so they need to do well in big 10 and win you know win win 12 games i would say now jeff the um portal um football wise is it what you expected comings and goings i saw they just got a corner from bowling green local kid and then how many they lost in the portal uh, I think the number, Vinny, is at 10 departures so far. Um, you know, as always, a good good sized chunk of them are guys who weren't really playing a lot with the exception of a few guys. Uh, the kid you mentioned who they got in the portal, the cornerback, Jalen Husky, is a kid from Maryland, went to Quince Orchard High School. Uh, some people, m- most people seem to have him ranked among the top, like, two or three corners in the portal so that was a huge gap for them i know oklahoma wanted him really badly so that's one of those situations where you know being the home team uh is huge for you and so that was a good one but they have a lot of other needs to address still the offensive line is going to be a complete overhaul they could lose the entire offensive line depending on dj glaze's nfl decision so they still need more of those guys uh they've had a bunch last week and they had several Pretty good-looking transfers visit. None of them committed yet, so that that to me is the biggest priority. Uh, and then obviously they'll they'll bring in a quarterback and maybe some more, another defensive back or two. Is the uh, quarterback for next year going to be a portal guy or is he on campus? Well, I don't think even Mike Loxley knows for sure. I think it'll be the two guys that we know about: Billy Edwards and uh, Cam Edge, the two backups this year and uh, a portal guy in the mix also. So a three-man competition barring, a, you know, a, a big surprise, somebody rising up the depth chart from underneath those guys. Uh, they had MJ Morris on campus last week. He's a transfer from NC State, dual threat guy, good at really good athlete, was uh, I think number 24 quarterback in the country a couple years ago coming out of high school. I think they're in pretty good shape there. I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up being the guy, but either way, there's no question the plan is to add another one from the portal and let those three duke it out. All right, early signing starts next week. How do the Terps stand? 
you know, they, they have a solid class. They've really loaded up on the offensive line. Like I said, that's where they needed the most help. I think they have, at last count, five or six high school offensive linemen. Uh, still the one big big fish out there is Jordan Seaton from IMG Academy. Another local guy started his career at St. John's in D.C. He's committed to Colorado, but Maryland's still working hard on him. I'm hearing, you know, that, that, that one might – might not be done yet. We know how Mike Loxley pulls off these uh, these commitment flips that shock everybody pretty often on signing day. So he's one to watch there. Uh, they're still trying to address a bunch of other needs. You know, most of the class is already uh, wrapped up. They have another offensive lineman actually um, close to committing another kid from uh, up your way, actually, from St. Francis Academy named Logan Bennett, who I think they're in pretty good shape with. And so, you know, it's it's not a star-studded class. They've got a few four-stars in there, but, you know, it's, it depends on how he finishes to see where it ranks. And, you know, these days you have to go into this knowing that, you know, half of that class is going to probably be gone in a couple of years anyways. So, you know, a lot of it also relies on the portal and, and how good that class is going to be. Jeff Berman, tell our listeners what's happening at InsideMDSports.com right now. Everything we just discussed, Maryland basketball, football, recruiting all day, every day. So if you're if you're a big Terps fan, come check us out. Jeff, appreciate the time as always. If we don't talk to you before, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to you and the family. Same to you guys. Thanks for having me. All right, buddy. Here's Jeff Berman, everybody. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. We'll come back. Vinny's going to break down the Ravens' defense, their performance last week against the Rams. Film study-wise, they took a lot of criticism for that performance against L.A., especially when they needed a stop with a minute-plus left. Rams marked right down the field. What happened there? We'll get into all of that and more NFL lunch. Going to hear from Doug Peterson. And then Ryan Wilson, CBSSports.com, preview week 15 of the NFL season. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. 
That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts with him breaking down every last second of game tape for sunday's matchup who's your connection you sound like a cop to me who's your connection enter Vinny's film room on 105.7 the fan Vinny and Haney, 105.7 the fan here on this woman crush wednesday time to break down the ravens defensive performance against the la rams they gave up 31 points matt stafford had a quarterback rating of over 100 Kyron Williams rushed for over 100. Cooper Cup had over 100 yards receiving, so it was not your typical Ravens defensive performance. What went wrong? Let's talk about it. Vinny's film room. Yeah, let's talk about it. I, I've I've said since uh, Monday that I thought it was their worst performance of the year. I thought they looked slow. I thought they looked a step slow. They looked confused at times, and they didn't tackle well. Other than that, they were okay. Um... Defensively in the front wise, thought Pierce and Matabike, especially early on, they couldn't get off blocks. And when they're not being able to get off blocks, the center and guard were up on the linebackers like right off the get-go. They didn't have to, they didn't have to combo up or double guys or nothing. So that made it tough on the linebackers, and all of a sudden the running back's right to the safety. That's what happened a lot. And I didn't think anybody in the pass rush department Anybody really had any great moves or beat anybody clean one-on-one? Matabike's sack was an effort sack. Thought that was Clowney's worst game. And I love Clowney, but I didn't think uh, that he... He didn't look fast or explosive in that one. Um, so he kind of fit right with everybody else. The linebackers didn't have a ton of tackles because they, they were trying to get off of linebackers all day. In the secondary... Um, I thought Kyle Hamilton was playing pretty good before he got hurt. And then once he got hurt, I think that really hurt them. Because um, Arthur Millette was bad, really bad. Probably the worst game that he's played. Couldn't tackle. Couldn't cover. And Marlon Humphrey, pretty much same thing. He, he fell down twice. Back-to-back plays. And, it was, and then dropped the interception. And then he got a P.I. earlier, which I didn't think was really a P.I. Um, so it was a tough tough day for Marlon you just got to give him a little bit of a break and and hopefully that he's feels better and like we've heard Harv say you know his technique and you know he was a little rusty he was definitely that because they didn't go after Stevens they went after Marlon Humphrey they attacked him oh, fourth quarter he oh yeah it was like uh they couldn't wait to keep throwing at him and and they went down the field uh very quickly let's just say that um, but he struggled. I thought Stevens played well. I think he only gave up one pass, but he was on. He was playing tight coverage pretty much the whole game. He missed a tackle, which most of them did. Um, Darby, I really didn't notice Darby. Williams made a nice hit on the boundary on the one play. Uh, Stone, Stone was off 
Stone didn't play good. He missed some tackles. He missed the receiver going across the middle. He was late to diagnose. They had trouble with that uh, with the bunch set and guys crisscrossing and doing all those things. They had they had some problems with all that. So it looked like they'd been off for a week. It looked like they hadn't practiced in pads either because um, they weren't using their hands very well. They were just slowing everything they did. It was just like it was not what I expected coming out of being rested. You know, so I think they looked rusty. Not, they might have been rested, but they were awful rusty, and that they should be a lot better this week. But overall, defense was was not good. Special teams was good. You know, I mean, Tucker made three for three, and then they got the punt return for the touchdown to win it. So that was good. The coverage units were good because there was a lot of punts in the game. So overall, special teams w- was good. And uh, offense was good, especially the big play stuff. But defensively, that was a game that you'd want to burn that tape. Now, in regards to Kyle Hamilton being out, how are they going to adjust to his potential absence, depending on how long he'll actually be out of the lineup? I mean, do you go back to Millette? I I hope they kind of insert Darby on the outside and let Marlon play on the inside, maybe. Um, But when you look at... Jacksonville, you got Ridley, who's a little quick guy, and then you got Zay Jones, who's a bigger guy, I think, size-wise, and he looks like he's got some speed to him. So, um, and then you've got uh, the tight end, the tight end for them. You got three re- three legit receivers. Evan Ingram. Ingram, yeah, you got three legit receivers for them. Now, if uh, Hamilton was here, he probably would have been handling a lot of Ingram-type stuff. So I'm not sure. I hope Darby gets – because Darby was playing well. I hope he gets on the field more because Rocky Sin wasn't even active for the game, Bob. So hopefully um, he'll get on the field more. And maybe – I just think maybe you put um, Marlon on the inside because he's done that well in the past. And Pepe Williams is now back. So maybe he'll have an impact. On uh, Sunday night's game, Ravens did announce or sent out an email. And you can go to their website, check it out too, by the way. BaltimoreRavens.com. Playoff tickets, wild card weekend. Go on sale December 15th, which is Friday, 10 o'clock. Wild card round Saturday, January 13th, Sunday the 14th, Monday the 15th. To be determined, the only team that gets a bye will be the number one seed. Right? Yes. So everybody else will be ready to rock and roll on Wild Card Weekend. If the Ravens get that number one seed, they will then wait to play on the divisional round, which is either Saturday the 20th or Sunday the 21st. If you get playoff tickets in the Wild Card variety and the Ravens are the number <coughs> one seed, you will get a refund, as you would expect. So how about Similar that? to the Orioles. Teams. Right. When you were buying ALCS and all that good stuff for game five of the ALDS. But Ravens wildcard tickets, yes, we're at that point in time in the season where playoff tickets are on sale. Tyler Wallace was named today as the AFC Special Teams Player of the Week after that 76-yard punt return. KO'd the Rams in overtime. When we come back, it's NFL lunch. Going to hear from Doug Peterson talking about the Ravens and that Jacksonville matchup Sunday night. Ravens three-and-a-half-point favorites in that game. Ryan Wilson, CBSSports.com. We'll preview Week 15 with him and talk about coaches on the hot seat. Bill Belichick be done 
in New England, which is unfathomable, you would think. He is 71. They're having a brutal season. Could it be the end of the road for Belichick and Robert Kraft? Looks like Riverboat Ron is done in Washington and probably Staley with the Chargers. Could there be another coach on the hot seat? We'll talk to Ryan about that. We'll look at the schedule for Week 15. We'll look at the playoff standings as they sit here on this Woman Crush Wednesday. If you want to get in your thoughts on the world of sports, feel free to do so at 410-583-1057. Maryland Hoops, we just talked about that. Jeff Ehrman, they win last night. Are you still hoping or seeing Maryland as an NCAA tournament team here in 2024? How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.